Hello, world. I'm Greg Patton. Stand by for news and stuff. So every now and then we should be asking the question, God, as your follower, what am I supposed to be doing? Well, we need to let go of our control over our own time and talent and treasures and accept our commission to work in the kingdom of God, number one. How's that sound? Be ready to answer his call to eight others. There's a natural desire to limit our circle of people to people just like ourselves, but we got to fight against that. God asks us to reach out to offer help wherever there's a need for strangers as well as people we know, and then to motivate one another to good deeds. That's the way to start off a Monday. Hebrews 10.24, we're to spur each other on to choose godliness and service over worldly pleasure and self-centeredness. Believers are to foster in each other attitudes of gratitude for what he has done and confidence about what he's going to do in our lives. Good works are not means of salvation, but they do affect our eternal rewards. At the judgment seat of Christ, believers will be evaluated for what they did on this old earth. Oh, 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 and this, lest I forget again, want to thank you for your participation in Invisible War on the Saints and InvisibleWarOnTheSaints.com, where you can get your copy, thousands and thousands of hits in the various advertising means that Southwest Radio Church has used in the last uh, several weeks. Exciting. So many people around the country checking out Invisible War on the Saints and... Uh, Hold off on checking out uh, the New America Flood of Evil. We're not sure when that's coming out now. I was thinking maybe it was going to be in the spring or the summer. And uh, so we'll just tell you sometime in 2024. I understand there's some inquiries as to when can we get the book. I'll let you know. Don't call. Don't pre-order. Don't do anything until we give you further notice. Oh, I so want to get some information into your hands about things happening from grandma's day to your life today. Just some of those exciting things happening at Greg Patton Ministries. And we thank you for all of your support in so many ways. I think I love you. What in the world is going on? You can almost hear him say, do you know who my dad is? Hunter Biden arrived on Capitol Hill today not to comply with his subpoena, and be deposed by the House Oversight Committee, but to hold a press conference and again offer to testify publicly, he maintained that his dad, President, fake President Biden, was not financially involved in any way in his business and saying there is no evidence because it just did not happen. Hunter Biden's offer to testify publicly is a de facto rejection of the GOP demand that he appear Wednesday for a closed-door deposition that he was subpoenaed for. That deposition was scheduled for 9.30 this morning. Instead, he decided that he'd have a public statement on Capitol Hill blasting MAGA Republicans who have invaded his privacy, attacked his family, and ridiculed his struggle with addiction. What a... Oh, never mind. What's this? The Supreme Court. The Supreme Court decided today to hear a case on access to the abortion bill and its approval process, which has been defended by the Biden administration. The nation's highest court agreed to consider appeals from the Biden administration and drug manufacturer Danco, defending several moves by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration intended to make it easier to access and use the, the pill 
the drug methapristone. In overturning Roe v. Wade in June of last year, the Supreme Court ruled in the Dobbs v. Jackson Women's Health Organization that the U.S. Constitution does not guarantee the right to an abortion and that the matter should be decided by the states. In the aftermath, 14 states have banned abortion in all stages of pregnancy, with a few exceptions. Two others have banned abortion once a fetal heartbeat is detected, which is around six weeks of gestation. The Biden administration and the maker of the drug Mephepristone are asking the high court to reverse an appellate ruling that would cut off access to the drug through the mail and impose other restrictions. Well, this can't be good. Dateline Detroit, Tesla is recalling nearly all vehicles sold in America, two million, to update some software and fix a defective system that's supposed to ensure drivers are, are paying attention when they use autopilot Documents posted today by the U.S. safety regulators say the update will increase warnings and alert to drivers and even limit the areas where basic versions of autopilot can actually operate. The recall comes after a two-year, two-year investigation by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration into a series of crashes that happened while the autopilot partially automated driving system was in use, and some were deadly. A recall. Tesla. All of them. A woman broke down sobbing on the sidewalk in front of a 7-Eleven where she said her daddy was shot and killed, according to a video on CBS News. The murder occurred in Adams Point neighborhood there, the outlet reported, making it the second killing at a 7-Eleven store in less than seven days. A CBS New Bay area was reporting on the murder scene. A young woman who collapsed on the sidewalk in front of the store said the Security guard was her 59-year-old dad, James Johnson. The man was protecting a family at 7-Eleven because I know how my dad is. He would do that for anyone. He cared for people. He loved people. He was a great man. Shot to death. Okay, before I read this story, just hand me my gun there, will you? A history teacher at a Seattle high school allegedly gave a student a failing quiz grade. After he answered this, now, only women can get pregnant. That was his answer. And only men have, uh, well, you know, a 10th grade ethics study world history teacher at Chief Sealeth International High School administered that quiz. The test focused on understanding gender versus sex and asked students to answer a series of multiple choice and true and false questions. Question four, the exam asked students to identify whether the statement all men have one of these things, true or false. The student marked a statement true, which was labeled as incorrect by the teacher. Really? Question seven. Similarly, asked students to identify with this statement, only women can get pregnant, true or false. The teacher again marked the student's answer incorrect when he said the statement was true. Several other questions asked students to answer things like, when someone uses them or they pronouns, what does that mean about their gender identity, true or false? Transgender people are gay. You know, speaking with Jason Rance, author of What's Killing America, the student's mom, who asked to remain anonymous, expressed concern that the school is allowing teachers, not only here but around America, to bring political beliefs now into the classroom. I keep trying to wrap my mind around how it is legal to teach inaccurate, demonic information and force students to answer against their beliefs 
and received negative scores, failing scores. It's the new America. It's nuts. So, you know, keep it up. No. Weird queer people doing weird queer stuff. It just keeps getting more weird. Yesterday, the drag queens are holding a drag nativity event depicting both Mary and the infant Jesus in drag. And a church was decking its halls with kinky drag decor and decorating its tree with drag queen memorabilia. Are you kidding me? A homosexual couple, one of whom was particularly profane and gross in speaking about his sexual experiences with animals, purchased two twin baby boys through the surrogacy program and also how the Supreme Court recently sided with the Washington law that bans Christian intervention in LGBT queer youth counseling. That's all happening just a week here in the new America. And uh, then yesterday, the Washington National Cathedral. Oh, you've heard about that, right? I mean, you know where it is and what it is, do you? A drag queen stood in the pulpit, Washington National Cathedral, and prayed to know our true bodies just out of our ever-loving minds in this country. Political news, Zelensky met with President Biden and Congress to ask for more money. We have sent billions and billions, and um, they'd like maybe have another $100 billion as soon as possible. For the second time in the last 90 days, Vladimir Zelensky visited D.C. to lobby U.S. officials for more money. What to do? What do you think? What do you think we should do with Ukraine? I mean, we've got such a mess here in the border, and uh, we just send billions over there. Something's not right here. There's a rift now going on between uh, fake President Biden and Netanyahu over in Israel. The disagreements out there between the fake president and Israeli Prime Minister Netanyahu, which has been largely kept private, now escalated yesterday when Biden criticized Israeli's government and called on Netanyahu to make changes as the country loses international support for its war against Hamas. Yeah, the demon Biden trying to talk to Netanyahu makes sense. You need a decoder to understand anything, Joe Biden says. What a, oh, let me bite my lip here. So I wonder how many families, how many kids will be getting a, a pet for Christmas? This comes up so often, so let me throw this in. Well, this one's kind of sad, but again, I say this is the kind of stuff you get in the new America today, a disturbing national trend of people trading in their older dogs. Why would you do this for brand new puppies? It's making headlines today. The head of one Springfield animal shelter said it's something that unfortunately happens all too often, and it doesn't happen just during Christmas time. It's a difficult concept for many pet owners to grasp, but Pan Peebles, executive director of the Thomas O'Connor Animal Control and Adoption Center, said people abandoning or surrendering their older dogs to get a puppy is just a reality today. It's something that we unfortunately see. The number of aged dogs coming into the shelter is just so shockingly high. Many pet owners wonder how someone could do this at a time when some say an older dog needs familiarity and comfort and most of all, love. Yeah, where's my gun? Not for the dog. 
I keep telling you on the program here how we need money and grateful for all of those of you that are ah, contributing. But I want you to know today that I'm really transfinancial. I'm not transgender. I'm transfinancial, which means I am really a very rich person born into a very poor person's body. I want you to help stop the hate by sending me all the money you can. It'll help resolve my financial identity disorder. My FID. <laughs> I can't do that. Financial identity disorder. I want you to know, people, the pain is real. Help me. I don't like being transfinancial. It's happened. I've been overtaken by GIF. G-I-F. That's those short animated pictures without any sound. And I don't Maybe it's called GIF. I, you get it. You are sending him dummy cats and dogs and all kinds of things. Uh, I'll tell you what, I have never laughed so hard. It was almost went out of existence, and now they just bury you day in and day out. And I'm telling you, 99% of them are hilarious. Yeah. Go ahead, send them. I'm ready. I've been sending them out all over the place. And uh, if you're saved and you know it, raise your hand. I see that hand. <laughs> That happens so many times, praise the Lord, in our ministry. Love ya. Trouble, trouble, trouble. Had any recently? It ain't a big deal until it comes to my house. Where's my Bible? Life 101, next. Just joined the program. This is Hello World. News, information, and comment from a Christian perspective. Thanks so much for joining us on Facebook every day. People are requesting to be our friend, and I love it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Greg, G-R-A-G, Patton, P-A-T-T-E-N. We're getting loaded up from the Tri-City area, and we are so excited about that. Again, grateful to those of you that listen, tell others about their broadcast, share things on Facebook, go right ahead. And some of you supporting us financially, that is a great need. As is Christian Radio, the station you're listening to, trust me, they need funds all the time. So you pray about it. See what God might, maybe a big Christmas gift. Think about it now. Hello, World Radio comes your way each day at this time from the great state of Indiana, Fort Wayne. If you ever come to the northeast part of the state here of Indiana, stop by the cross. We would love to have you visit. So again, let me ask you this. Having any trouble today getting your mind around everything happening in the world today here in America? I mean, so many things in the new America. And I think quite often all of us say, God, you understand what's going on here? Do you really care? Do you ever think that God is not in control of things in the world or maybe in your life? Hey, God is in control. He is sovereign. So many things happening in today's world. You know, Charles Haddon Spurgeon said, hey, I know all the doctrine of the Bible, but unless I know Jesus Christ, there's not one of those doctrines that can save me. Well, that's certainly true. But I get looking at the world today and the news stories that I'm doing, it just seems like everything is out of control and life is unmanageable. Oh, yeah. And you know what? You've experienced that. Maybe you're experiencing it right now when life just seems to be out of control. Thankfully, during a particularly discouraging season in my life, a friend repeated this to me. Never forgot it. You shouldn't either. Remember always, God is in control. 
remember always God is in control. That statement became an anchor. And I discovered this powerful truth. If you have an unwavering conviction that the Lord Jesus Christ is indeed control of everything, then you'll have an awesome sense of strength and confidence and peace and yes, even joy, no matter what you're facing in life. In Psalm 103, verse 19, the Bible says, The Lord's sovereignty rules over all. The word sovereign? Well, that refers to God's absolute control and authority over everything in the universe, my friend. I'm not sure it matters whether I put that suit on or wear a nice sweater on Sunday. Remember, everything refers to all situations. Now get this, affecting other people. How you doing? Many people think a sovereign, loving God wouldn't allow any violence in the world today, any tragedy in the world today, anything to go wrong in your world today. Well, I was looking at the news here in Fort Wayne, Indiana today, a shooting there. I mean, fatal. In the last few days, I don't know how many people have been killed in Fort Wayne, and this is a pretty mild city in America, is it really? Two questions come to mind. Does God care? And is God really in control of all of these things? Since pain abounds, then God's not in control. That's the understanding. How ridiculous. Their thinking is erroneous. The world may sometimes seem chaotic as when God permits illness and war and calamity. But even then, God is ultimately in control of everything. That's the scripture's clear message. Consider a few examples of his sovereignty from just the book of Genesis. In creation, God, he designed our world without any raw materials and set into motion the laws that govern this world. Genesis 1.1. If he can create the universe out of nothing, my friend, why wouldn't he be able to control it? We have the fall of man. While God didn't desire it, he knew mankind would sin. Genesis 3.6. However, before the creation of the world, he had already planned for Jesus to be sacrificed as our substitute. Revelation 13, 8. The Tower of Babel. God had told the people to spread out and populate the entire world. But no, they're not going to do that. They disobeyed, preferring to build a grandiose tower and a city to glorify themselves. He confounded their language, which halted this project pronto. Genesis 11, 1 through 9, they underestimated God's absolute rule over everything. And then the life of Joseph, though he appeared to be a victim of circumstances for years, there was a divine purpose in all of that. Can you imagine what Joseph went through? We read there in Genesis 45, Joseph could no longer control himself before all of his attendants, and he cried out, Have everyone leave my presence. So there was no one with Joseph when he wept so loudly that the Egyptians heard him, and Pharaoh's household heard about it too. Joseph said to his brothers, I'm Joseph. Is my father still living? But his brothers were not able to answer him because they were terrified at his very presence. Isn't that something? Then Joseph said to his brothers, Come. Come close to me. And when they had done so, he said, I'm your brother Joseph, the one that you sold into Egypt. Imagine a brother selling a brother. And now do not be distressed and do not be angry with yourselves for selling me here, because it was to save lies that God sent me ahead of you. For two years now there's been famine in the land, and for the next five there will be no plowing and reaping. 
but God sent me ahead of you to preserve for you a remnant on this earth and to save your lives by a great deliverance, a time of weeping. Wow. I don't know. I just read that story and I think, what a man Joseph was. His story, a wonderful illustration of how Almighty God, you better believe it, controls everything, even when evil seems to be winning at times. No, God is in charge. So the next time, my friend, that your life seems to be out of control, just remember, let me repeat it again, God is always in control. And now this, the question hung in the air there like a thick morning fog. There was just complete silence. Can you imagine? The small crowd around Jesus Christ looked stupefied, too scared or uncertain whether they should even speak. They didn't know what to say in response to the Lord's question. Who do you say that I am? Matthew sixteen fifteen. Then as though some invisible hand flipped a switch there, bringing him into perfect awareness, Simon Peter's head shot up. He looked Jesus in the eye and declared, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Peter hit the nail right on the head. Calling Jesus Christ and God's Son was a big deal in biblical times. Such a statement led to the death of many brave believers, as the Jewish and Roman soldiers persecuted Christians who were willing to take a stand for their faith. Even those who walked side by side with Jesus and excitedly took part in his ministry sometimes hesitated to call him Christ. It was a huge risk, so they sometimes, well, they remained silent while continuing to work for the kingdom. Is there a disparity between what you profess with your mouth and what you're doing for the kingdom? Jesus calls us to be complete in testimony and in deed. Think about that today. Well, frequently, we tell you, if you want to know what I said last, a year, two years ago, five years ago, go to the archives, whcbradio.org or gregpatton.org. So uh, it was December, just before Christmas in uh, 2019, four years ago. Pull this out of the archives and listen a moment. I shared this message on the program. It was interesting. Well, I did something unusual yesterday. I went to a NFL football game, Colts versus Jacksonville. Just wild. Have you ever been in one of those settings? Oh, yeah. For those of you wondering, I, I double-checked with God. I'm still saved. <laughs> anyway, Lucas Oil Stadium holds 70,000 people, and I think most of them were there yesterday. It's just really crazy. I'm standing there thinking, wow. Wouldn't it be neat to preach to this group, huh? They certainly need it. Well, everybody needs it, right? But I wonder how many were saved in that audience. Great, great crowd, great atmosphere. And for an old man, it was a lot of fun. Again, this was from the archives four years ago today. That's what we were talking about. Uh, time moves on. Got all your Christmas shopping done yet? Oh, congratulations. Got the tree up? Nah, me neither. So good to be with you midweek here on Hello World. This was just a day in the life of well, people all over the world. We talk about it on this radio program. Various stories, my friend. People need Jesus, and those who know him need to get right today. 
Hello World comes to you each day at this time. We're grateful that this local radio station carries the broadcast. You can also hear us on the internet. You can go to gregpatton.com and hear last year's message today at this time. Oh, it's good stuff. gregpatton.com. Are we friends? Okay. Greg, Jerry, G. Patton, P-T-T-E-N on Facebook. Thank you for the things you send. Hopefully you're getting something out of what we put on. Well, had my say for another day. That's the way it is. Wednesday, December the 13th, 2023. I am Greg Patton. God bless. Have a great day.